0: Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the Drunk Turkey uh, Mystery Show. Uh, today we have a little bit different type of show. We're going to try to put some light on a case of a missing Cornelius, North Carolina girl, 11-year-old Madalena Kujicari. We're going to be putting some light on this case, talk about it, talk about this missing person, and and hopefully maybe perhaps somebody listening will see this little girl and and uh, we can find her and bring her to her family. Alongside with me, as always, is Jaime G and Big Blue. Jaime, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Pretty,
2: pretty sad situation that's going on out there in North Carolina right now
1: with this 11 year old girl. I completely agree. I completely agree. How about yourself, Big Blue? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. Doing
0: good. Just trying to stay warm. You know, we got arctic blast coming through and I think Texas colder than it should be
1: yeah yeah that's for sure that's for sure so just kind of give everybody a rundown of what's going on and and who we're talking about um we are talking about currently is 11 year old madalina kojikari uh let me bring up a photo of her so you guys can see what she looks like this is her young little girl 11 years old last seen in november this is a this is a crazy story y'all um, wasn't reported until December what, 15th, went mm-hmm. missing and late November. Uh, still missing. We're going to try to help find this little girl. Um, so let's break it down. Um, Kojikori, Madalena, was last seen on November 23rd, but she wasn't reported missing until December 15th. Her mother, Diana Kojikori, and her stepfather, Christopher Palameter, have both been charged with failure to report the disappearance of a child to law enforcement. Apparently, this is a law in North Carolina. If you do not um, report a juvenile missing or somebody missing, then you can get in trouble. Right now, they are under arrest. And we'll get into all their speculation and how they fall into this case as well.
0: It's actually a felony one, is it, on the, on the report?
1: Yeah, yeah, this is a significant felony. Um, it's a good law.
0: It's a good law, man. I, I yeah. agree
1: I agree. You know, there's a lot of um, Casey Anthony type of feel to this case. Uh, wouldn't you guys kind of agree to this? Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So, so let's kind of break it down. Let's go through the timeline. Mandalina Kajic, uh Kojikari's mother, Diana Kojikari, told police she last saw her daughter on the night of November 23rd. According to an arrest report, um, basically, uh, she stated to police that. Um, the morning after the 23rd is when she noticed that her child was missing. She stated that her and her um, step her, her husband, the stepfather, um, Christopher Palomito had got into an argument and that he had left early that morning to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Right? And so um, basically she left to Michigan the next day uh, that morning. They began to, I guess, ask each other, or she asked him where where her daughter was. He stated that she had him, and they kind of are blaming each other. But nobody ever reported anything to police, right? It yeah. wasn't until the school resource office at Madalena School, which is uh, Bailey Middle School, went to the residence uh, to do, I guess, like a welfare check on yeah. December twelfth, right? And uh, they left the truancy packet at at the residence the following day on the December 13th, Deanna Kojikari called the school counselor and uh, referencing the truancy packet. And um, and she said she would come to meet with Madalena. She then went to the school on December 15th without Madalena and reported her daughter missing. Um, when asked why she did not report Madalena missing till now, uh, Deanna stated she was worried about a conflict between her husband Christopher Palomero and herself, and yeah. so this little girl went missing for a few days. Apparently, basically, long story short, uh, father, stepfather, and um, the stepfather and the mother are claiming that um, what do you call it? Uh, they were basically blaming each other as far as the disappearance goes, and. This is the mother. This is Diana Kojakari, and this is the stepfather, Christopher Palometer. Um, what do you guys basically? Uh, what are what are your initial thoughts on that?
2: Oh, man, that like it's it's so weird that she said that she don't want a conflict between them, like you know, her and um, her husband,
1: and mm-hmm. like where's the Where's the concern for the for the daughter, you know I me? Mean? Right, exactly. 100%. I completely agree with that. What about you, Big Blue? What are your first initial thoughts of the case?
0: It's kind of crazy, man. Like, I have two daughters and one goes missing. I'm going to go look that day, that 10 minutes that they're gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It took a truancy officer to go to their house half a month later for her to finally say, oh, she's missing. There's something really suspicious about that.
1: Definitely. Now, now this is the uh, this is Maddalena's home. This is uh, where they reside. It looks like a very upscale, suburban type of um, residential area. In my opinion, this is not a uh, low class poverty type of neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. These uh, this family here were um, were immigrants. Is that is that correct? Do you do you know where they uh, immigrated from? Um, big Blue. Uh, yes.
0: Um trying to remember. You caught me off guard.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think they were from Moldova. Oh, uh, that's correct. Uh, Soviet Republic in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 And so just to kind of go over a little bit as to what the parents are arrested for, they've both been arrested and charged with failure to report the disappearance of a child to law enforcement. North Carolina law says it's a class one felony for a parent or any other person providing care or supervision to someone younger than the age of 16 years old uh, to knowingly or wantfully fail to report the disappearance of a child to law enforcement. The law defines the disappearance of a child as when a parent or a person providing supervision of a child does not know the location of the child and has not had contact with the child for a 24-hour period. And so they went well beyond that 24-hour period. Clearly,
0: yeah. both have
1: already made court appearances. akari's bond is uh, set to $250,000 on her initial appearance, and um, that the judge said if she uh, were to make bail, she'd be required to be using a uh, monitoring device. Mm-hmm. You know. Big question as far as, like we've mentioned it before, why wasn't Kojikari reported missing sooner? You know, Diana and Kojikari, the mom, said that she didn't initially tell anybody about the daughter missing because she was afraid of the conflict with her husband. Uh, the couple fought the night Madalena was last seen. The record say Palometer left from Michigan in the morning. Diana Kojikari says that the, she first noticed, that's when she first noticed that she was missing, right? Yeah. Um, Police records include that they uh, discussed with each other several times about uh, Madalena being missing, but didn't alert to law enforcement at any time. They were adamant that they did not know where Madalena could be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so. Uh, this is very sad, very, very alarming information, mm-hmm. you know, and I understand you may not know where, uh, you know, you don't want a conflict and there's an argument going there, but you have to contact authorities and try yeah. to figure out where your kids are. I mean, yeah. this is insane. And so police have done their due diligence. They found uh, this video here. This is from November 21st. This is the last time that um, she was actually seen um, yeah. and reported to have been seen. And so let's uh, take a look at this real quick. Um
2: it's um, cool. November 21st, right? That's yeah, November
1: first. 21st. It's two days before they reported her. And this is her ride here walking mm-hmm. off the school bus. Uh, this is at 4.59 p.m. Um, this is two days before she's allegedly gone missing. Yeah. Right. So, so in this she just, Does she look nervous to you guys? She's playing with her hair a lot. She's kind of holding on to her bangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, none of that kind of stand out to you or anything.
2: Not really. Um, just she looks innocent, man. Like super innocent, you no, know, super innocent little girl.
1: I agree. It's just, it's just sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
2: Especially like seeing the one of the last videos of you know of this girl that went missing. You know I mean? You don't, you don't, we don't know what happened to her, and the parents are not helping. And in that, in, in that, in that, in that um, you know, in that case, you know, they're trying to blame each other. It's it's
1: just it's just crazy. No, yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's it's very suspicious. A Mm -hmm. lot of things starts going into your brain. As I say, uh, Casey, Anthony, we're going to find some remains. You know, then you have the fact that the stepdad went to Michigan, took a nine hour drive. Um, Mm -hmm. Apparently, according to the mother, she assumed or thought at one point or at Mm -hmm. least at that point that. Uh, Mandalina was in the care of the stepdad going to Michigan, and you know they were just kind of bickering between them two. Yeah. Uh, even though uh, Mandelina's stepdad apparently had told her that she, he wasn't ta- he hadn't taken her there. Uh To me, I'm not gonna lie, and it's just speculation or anything like that. Or everything like that is just speculation. Allegedly, we're not accusing anybody of anything, but it almost sounds like a trafficking type of situation. <laughs> It's possible, it's possible. Um, it sure, seems like there's foul play involved, I'll tell you that. There's something heinous going on in this situation, that's for dang sure. Um, there's been a report here, and um, it goes, um, basically, uh, madam, this is from me, I'm not sure how, yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with this uh publication, mm-hmm. uh, meoww.com. They reported that. Adelina Kojakari's family was reportedly seen lighting a, a fire and torching couch cushions and other items that burned for days in their backyard according this occurred soon after the days she disappeared but before she was reported missing so apparently um some once news broke out that this little girl was missing neighbors came forward saying that they uh somebody was burning couch push, couch cushions there and so yeah um red flag yeah for sure especially especially in the in the community that's you know
2: a little bit upscale um you don't hear um you know people in upscale neighborhoods uh, at least i don't think so you know burning couch cushions in the back of their house
1: yeah i agree
0: hoa would not allow that and looks like it's an h.o.a kind of place
1: oh definitely. definitely definitely And I think that's what ended up being why somebody called in. Mm-hmm. It, it says here, the Cornelius fire chief, Gary Barby confirmed the flames. He did not give any in, inner details of the same. He stated, I can't speak on that now because of the investigation reported the outlet. He remains. Uh, it still remains chaotic. Why the girl's mother, Diana Kargi, reported her daughter missing two weeks at um, two weeks after the fire. All right, so um the police, along with the FBI, so the FBI is investigating this. And the reason I'm I'm, I'm assuming is because of the uh, immigrant status of the mom and and the fact that the uh, stepfather traveled um, to Michigan. So he left the, the state. And this he, is something yeah. that potentially could be seen as a interstate uh, interstate type of thing. So it would be a federal case. Yeah. Um, so this was from the Daily Mail, a neighbor who witnessed the search uh, of the police and FBI. Uh, told the Daily Mail that they took all kinds of samples from the fire pit area. He said, I guess you're trying to figure out if they burned anything of substance there. It's a gross feeling to know something like this happened in your neighborhood. It's very suspicious that the mother didn't report the girl missing for two weeks. And that's from a neighbor. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, another neighbor opinioned, If you don't know the context that a girl is missing, it's kind of a nothing burger to call at that time. It was more of a fire safety or a permit type of issue, according to reports. Madalena was seen on November 21st getting off the school bus and was unseen since November 23rd. And so basically what that tells me when she says that of Nothing Burger and that it's, you know, they called because of the fire safety, the HOA type of situation is basically yeah. what I'm assuming is why they called. And they called the, uh, the the fire department and the fire department went out there and confirmed that there was a fire and flames and mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So that's that's crazy
2: yeah yeah i mean i think the the reason the the reason they mentioned that is because at that time they didn't know right that the little girl was missing right exactly they had no idea that the little girl was missing and now that they know it was like oh it stuck out like a sore
1: thumb Mm -hmm. the activity they were doing so this 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 article further says on the day of Madalena's disappearance diana had argued with her husband Uh, This 60 year old was angry and left for Michigan. However, he returned home November 26. So apparently he was there for from November 23rd, returned home to 26. Mm -hmm. And so you would assume that, you know, given the length of drive that it was that he you know, whatever business he had was basically from the 24th to the 25th of November. Right. Yeah. Dana informed him about the child missing. However, they took almost three weeks to report the child, even though she told him and asked him about the child being missing. Mm Um, and so the police department has searched the nearby lakes, rivers without finding anything. They've searched the nearby areas, which includes Lake Cornelius. And that's kind of where we're sitting at right now. Uh, there's been a lot of police presence at the house, um, here recently. Um, and I can, we'll look at this article. Large police presence was seen at the home of the missing year, missing 11-year-old girl from Cornelius on Wednesday, which would have been the 21st. About a dozen officers arrived to the home of Madalena Korsakori around 5 p.m. The girl was last seen November 23rd, but was not reported missing until December 15th. And so, you know, the police department has been out there. Um, authorities previously visited a home earlier, but in the investigation, and found an area in the kitchen blocked off with plywood. According to documents obtained by WBTV, yeah, wow, yeah, I believe the step that said
2: that he was um, fixing an apartment, a separate apartment. Mm. That's all. That's all the the details he gave out.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. When asked about the wooded area, Palmer alleged he told officers that he was going to make a separate apartment. <laughs> There you go. On Wednesday, police could could be seen through the house windows, potentially taking photographs of inside the home. Among vehicles present was a crime scene search truck. Adelina weighs approximately 90 pounds, and was last seen wearing jeans, pink, purple, and white Adidas shoes, and a white T-shirt and jacket. The uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation and State Bureau of Investigation have also joined in the search for the missing child.
2: Do you think because the FBI is involved? It makes it a homicide case.
1: I think that the FBI involved means that they think that something interstate happened through the state. Because if it was, even if it was a kidnapping or a um, um, an assault to the extreme level, right? I, I don't, <laughs> we're trying yeah. not to get demonetized, right? And so, so, but. More than likely, this type of content will be demonetized. So, if you guys can do us a favor and hit that like and hit that subscribe button, uh, and get the uh, algorithm going that way, we can get this content as far out as we possibly can, and to get to as many people as possible. That way, we can help find this little girl. And so, um, back to what I was saying. Uh, what
0: if the FBI is involved for uh, dropping and ring? You know, what I mean, maybe mm-hmm. their these parents are involved in this yeah if it's mean,
1: trafficking if it's something that he went past um, state lines or cross state lines with, and mm-hmm. this was a um, some kind of crime that went between state lines or through state lines and the FBI would get involved in that situation
2: yeah because like if 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 this is a homicide case which i which I hope is not, which I hope is right. not right um, um, it, the the miles he traveled he traveled like well five hundred and plus miles one hundred and fifty plus miles. Uh, yeah. one way and then 550 something plus miles on the way back which means if this was one of those cases there's a lot of a lot of ground to cover
1: oh for sure for sure i mean there's so much different area there's w- probably a lot of lakes rivers creeks wooded mm-hmm. areas all the way along that direction and mm-hmm. with this winter blast that just pulled through uh, it's going to be under snow it's yeah. it's going to mm-hmm. be difficult Yes. Yep. And so since then, the family, uh, extended family of Mandalina, uh, has come forward and, and written a letter. And this was put out there. And uh, these are this is not from the mother or the stepmother. It doesn't say who it's from, but it does. You know, the report is um, from the news that it is from the extended family. This is also reported from the uh, Cornelius Police Department. So we'll read through it and then then we'll talk about this letter that the family sent out. This is uh, dated December 22nd, 2022. We as a family are devastated and absolutely heartbroken to learn that Madalena is missing. We love Madalena and are shocked by the circumstances. This is something no child or family should ever have to endure. Our family is doing everything we know to do to support the efforts to find Madalena and bring her home. We are and continue to have hope and positivity in this difficult time and pray that she is found safe very soon. We know and greatly appreciate that the local, state, national, and online communities have come together to share flyers, offer positive support, hold prayer vigils, support law enforcement, and are doing everything possible to find and bring Madalena safely home. We're also appreciative of all the efforts, endless hours, and boots on the ground of the local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies involved with the, loc- with the same goal. Madalena is a beautiful, smart kid and loving 11-year-old girl with greatness in her future. We are desperate to find her right now. She needs all of our help. We ask you for your continued positive support in sharing far and wide the posters and pictures of Madalena each and every day share maybe one step closer to finding her. If you believe you have seen Madalena or have any information related to the whereabouts, please contact your local law enforcement agency or the Cornelius NC Police Department, and come forward with this information anything may help our family would like to express sincere gratitude to each and every one of you for support. our family will continue to do everything we know and learn to do for madalena's safe return home blessings so that's from the extended family uh who are completely devastated at this point right now because of the uh the continued absence or missing um you know of madalena and again guys this is what she looks like uh, she was if 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 the stepfather took her to Michigan, there's a few states in between Michigan and North Carolina. Um, if you've seen this little girl around Thanksgiving holidays while you were in traveling at a gas station, things of that nature, please oh. report that to the um, Cornelius Police Department. And so and, you know, and we'll put this out there now, you know, anyone with information about the whereabouts of Madalena Kajikori is asked to contact Cornelius Police Department at 704-892-7773. And this is what she looks like. This is a pretty recent um, picture of her. Um, If you had, you know, perhaps maybe seen her father her stepfather, I mean, this is what he looks like. Um, He would have been traveling to Michigan. At this point, I'm not sure what state or uh, what city in Michigan he went to. We tried to find that, and at this point, we couldn't locate that information. But his name was Christopher, or is Christopher Palometer, and this would have been around Thanksgiving.
0: What throws me off is like and this, and this is this, this is a rest mugshot. Either he was mm-hmm. crying, or he's on something, man. His eyes are red as bloodshot. You know what I mean? All...
1: Yeah, he, he's probably crying, man. I mean, you, you gotta his life is, is you know. There's not very many um, scenarios that can come out of this without it ending up with him and probably behind bars. Even if this little girl was found safe or whatever the case may be, you know, the neglect and the inability to contact the police to report yeah. this is going to end him up in jail.
2: What's it called? Yeah. Um, I, had, I had a question, Danny. Yeah. Uh, to you, um, since you've been in law enforcement and uh, what's it called? I was going ask you, how come they gave a bond uh, of 250 250 thousand for the mom and a hundred and a hundred thousand for the dad why, why, why is that different Do you think you they will give the same type of bond on each
1: I would assume but you also have to look at the actions of the mom she uh she was contacted by the by the school district she contacted the school district back she told them that she would go to the school with Mandalena and then at that point once she's arrived she indicated that she was missing uh the stepfather um stated he didn't know where she was at also and even though it was reported to him by the step by the mom that she mm-hmm. was missing it, it was i guess the uh at the end of the day the responsibility of the mother perhaps yeah. but i would have thought it would have probably been somewhere the same if not yeah. you know i find do, it odd as well do you I think, think uh, yeah. they took charges on the mom was that i'm sorry i said do you think they might have put a, a
2: some extra charge in there for the mom
1: Maybe, but I think that those charges would have been indicated in the uh, in the probable cause affidavit for why they were arrested. And so far, it's been, I think, for the same thing. It's just I think that, you know, you look at the mother's actions, it seems and it appears that, you know. um, That she kind of went an extra step not to report the child by Mm -hmm. getting the truancy pack, calling the school the next day and then Mm -hmm. informing them that she would be going to the school with the little girl. Uh, yeah it just seems like maybe perhaps she was prolonging the search of the child, oh, you know, okay. when she had an opportunity to. And so maybe that perhaps could have been why. Um, oh. but, uh, that's a good question. I have what, no idea why it would have been. What, what, that.
2: what do you think? Maybe, maybe they, they consider her like a flight risk.
1: Maybe. I think both of them would be, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, and, and you look at the type of home that they have, uh, not indicating that that means that they're wealthy or not, but you can, if they're, if they're not renting that house, let's just say they do own the house yeah. and then they can use that as some type of collateral to get out. I mean, yeah. they only have to come up with 10% in majority of the cases. And so yeah. if you have, you know, a house and with the recent inflation of houses in the market that's gone up, um, if they've owned this house for, you know, a little bit more than a couple of years now, there's probably some value in there where they can mortgage off or get a, uh, you know, a, um, like a second mortgage, and come up with if it's twenty five, if it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, come up with twenty five thousand uh, using that extra mortgage to get out. And so, um, right now, there hasn't been a body, there hasn't been remains, there hasn't been anything other than the fact that this little girl was missing and the family and these parents didn't report them. Mm-hmm. There's some suspicious stuff and circumstances around it. Don't get me wrong, the fire. The fact that they weren't reporting them, all that kind of adds up and leads up and points in one direction. It's not yeah, a good
2: one. definitely. do mean, theory it's eerily close as the Casey Anthony, I concur uh, situation,
1: and now and, and and I hope it doesn't end up the same. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure that 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 would be that was a tragic situation, and 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 again, I hope it doesn't end up the same as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hope so too. It does not end that way, but it's looking that way. Yeah, yeah. I, my theory is they they probably gave her more time because she's a custody like she's she has custody of the child and the stepdad doesn't, and she should she had more responsibility to report it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's 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 absolutely possible as well. And so again, uh, we want to tell everybody, anybody with information about the whereabouts of Madeline, Gojakari is asked to contact the Cornelius Police Department. Their information will be in the description below their phone number. If you're listening in and want to, you know, give them a call, it's going to be 704-892-7773. Um, do you guys have any last questions or, or comments on this before we let everybody go? Well, uh,
0: I I don't have a I have one thing that I want to comment is um I know I brought it up on the other night's show, and then I wanted to bring it up again today. We had a uh, somewhat similar, not not similar case, but we also had a missing child go missing here in San Antonio. Uh, and it's been a year since she's gone missing. And the police just released the footage of her playing on a playground. That was the last known footage of her where she went missing from that playground. So her name was Linda Sarder-Kill. Maybe we'll do that case next. Try to bring some some light to to that family too. This, this little girl's been missing for a year. She should be five years old by now.
1: Oh wow, that's wow. that's scary and it's unfortunate. We have so many things that are going on here nearby that we might be covering and touching on. Um, we're still going to be covering the Idaho four. We're still covering the Delphi case. You know when that starts to go forward, mm-hmm. and we'll be looking into Madalena Kochakari as this case. Uh, continues. And we hope that it comes with a a positive outcome with her safe return to her extended family. Uh, I wouldn't want her to return to her, her mom or stepdad. That's my personal opinion. I want to thank everybody watching. Thank you for hitting that like and subscribe button and ringing that notification bell. And I want to thank our members. Um, We've had a newest member come in, Susan G. Thank you for joining the club. Thank you for joining the turkeys. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, guys, with the Drunk Turkey Show, we appreciate everybody out there. Please be safe. If you have any information in this regarding this missing child, please contact your local authorities or the Cornelius Police Department. You have a good night. Thanks.